This is Financially Tuned with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Bill Altman to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Bill Altman, and my co-host, Tony Shore, here from the Premier Advisory Group. And Tony, we had a pretty darn beautiful week until the weekend came along and things got a little crazy. But, you know, that's springtime, I guess, in Nebraska. And if we don't like the weather, we just wait a day and we're probably guaranteed it's going to change. How are you doing today? Well, that's usually the way it is for us here in the Midwest. But the problem with that, Bill, is... Uh, that's the way it's supposed to be. Hey, don't like the weather today. It's cold. Uh, we want spring to be here. We want warm, sunny weather. And then we wait a day and it's cold again. Feels like winter. Uh, rumors of snow. Uh, I want spring and I want it now. That's right. And I think, <laughs> you know, you know what, with the old birthday here coming up, I'd better have a nice day because, You know, Tony, we've just had a lot. It feels like a long winter. I mean, it's not like it's been super crazy. I mean, it's been awful cold. My house, my pipes in the house certainly know that. And they told us how cold it was, Uh, (laughs) you know, but it was just it's not a lot of snow. We only had I mean, I don't know how much, maybe six inches or something total. I mean, really not a whole lot. I heard that from somebody. So I don't count on that data right there. But I I heard that the other day, like, you know, and, and I guess I don't I don't really remember any big snow that we had um so in anyway it's been one of those winters and uh, you know I, that's why we love the midwest and it's like danielle's hilarious my wife she says you know and i told i kid her every once in a while you know it's like oh i bet you want that san diego weather again and and you know it's like <laughs> not at all she is super content with omaha she loves it i think she likes the uh changing of the seasons uh, she's a fashionista kind of so she likes her uh you know i'm sure she likes to wear different outfits and different seasons and how all that works i kind of wear the same thing all year long for the most part the only thing that changes is the sleeves get a little shorter and the and the pants get a little shorter <laughs> you know <laughs> well yeah i mean i see your point there um but yeah i mean it's it, we think it's been a horrible long winter but uh yeah i mean maybe it hasn't been as bad as we like to think but i think everybody's over it and we just want summer we, or, or at least spring yeah right? we, we want some spring first i and i was kidding the other day with a client and i said do you think we're going to jump straight to summer like we're going to get a couple days of beautiful spring and then straight to summer but you never know here and we've seen it before heck it's blizzarded on on my birthday you know middle of april blizzard you know that's that's crazy people are you know you send pictures over to like my sister lives in la my brother lives in arizona send pictures down to them and they can't believe it they're just in shock you know and i hear 
hear the same thing every time, Tony. It's like, why do you live there? Why do you put up with that? And I think it always goes back to, and anybody that knows the Midwest knows Omaha, uh, it, you know, I don't think we like to tell a whole lot of people how great it really is because then we, they'd all come here and we have enough right. construction and building and infrastructure <laughs> the way it is right now. But it is a different place. It's a, you know, it's a economic gold mine, really. I mean, you know, it's, it's been like that for a long time. It's very conservative as for, you know, as for growth. You know, I guess right now I say that and we're running into the construction everywhere we turn. It's a, it's a road uh, narrowed into one lane or well, a road closed or, yeah. you know, we hear about it. But, and I think about, I was thinking the other day, sometimes we do have to take that little punch in the gut or little, you know, setback, you know, take a step back to go too forward. And that's with all this construction. So I know how annoying it is. Um, but in the, you know, in the, you think about all the development in Omaha from over in Papillion La Vista to West Farm out on 144th and Dodge, you know, we're seeing development everywhere. And I think that's awesome because what that tells me is that people are working, people are spending money, you know, and big money, big, big people are spending big money, which is always a good thing. And that means that they think the economy is going to be great. They're coming off of their cash and spending money. I so yeah. I think that's cool. And what were you telling me earlier about the creamery? They're looking for. Oh yeah. Well, first I want to comment on your construction uh, comments. You know Omaha has two seasons, winter and construction. Those are the seasons <laughs> that, that we That's what that it seems Omaha like, has. right, and potholes. Yeah. Especially with roads. Yeah, really. Um no, the um yeah, the creamery, um the old uh let's see here. Wh- where was that? Uh that old creamery uh near Old Market. Um it, it's the uh, it's actually the old Fairmont Creamery building. It's really among the last of its kind in Omaha and in the old market area. It's the it's the biggest and the oldest, and it's kind of a beautiful building. But they're not sure what's going to happen if it's going to have to be torn down or who's going to buy it. So it's kind of awaiting its future, trying to figure out what's going to happen, uh, how they're going to develop that, and is it a historical landmark? You know all the politics that go into those types of things. That's right. Uh, but that's that's an interesting piece of news here. And I mean, but it is a piece of Omaha's history. I like to see that Omaha is growing and, and expanding. But I'm I've always liked the old market area and the fact that they worked hard to keep some old buildings intact and the old brick streets and cobblestone. So I, I like that. I'm hoping that Omaha can uh, hang on to some of its history. Absolutely. And I think it will. I think it's important to everybody, too. You know, recently some tax dollars just got approved for some tax incentive financing to demo that that old diner. Um, I can't think exactly what streets it's on. I'm thinking right now, 11th or 12th, right in that neighborhood. But that old diner that's been there forever and ever and ever, it's closed down. It's getting demoed. They got tax incentive financing to actually demo it out um, and a big Marriott hotel is going to go there. We do need more rooms downtown. There's constantly an event going on uh, down at the Century Link. And so that's fantastic. Plus, plus with all the College World Series and, you know, it's fantastic that we are growing, but we want to keep history without a doubt. Um, but don't fret, everybody, just because, you know, the old creamery is not there. You can always go to Dolce, which is downtown, yeah, and yeah. and Dolce is phenomenal for its ice cream. They have an incredible 
uh, different way of uh, producing these ice cream. I get a waffle cone. And so it's great. We have great friends and oh, clients yeah. that actually own Dolce. So make sure you stop in. And that's on yeah, the that's corner a great of 10th place. there. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great place. And speaking of Omaha traditions, uh, funniest uh, headline or article. Uh, <laughs> this one struck me as really funny, Bill. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Omaha natives will love this, but uh, um, a, a columnist for the Omaha World Herald, the Omaha Herald, s- said uh, the, he- the the title of his article is, I set out to make Omaha furious. I set out to turn left on Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a big picture of a no left turn sign. Yes, um, yes. Uh, <laughs> but navigating Dodge, trying to turn left on Dodge. I love it. Um, that's funny. I remember as a kid, um, hanging out with my cousins who, who still live there in Omaha, uh, the Wick family, great people, but, um, you know, cruising dot, the big thing to do, I don't know why, even back in the eighties when we were teenagers cruising Dodge street, just up and down, <laughs> I don't know why, you know, uh, why cruising Dodge street used to be a thing. Well, it used to be so different and you think about it, you know, and we have the expressway now and, and all these streets are wider for the most part, or if they're not now, they're going to very soon be, they're probably closed sure. now, you know, yeah. but we have, it used to be so incredibly different. They were telling me, somebody was telling me earlier about a, uh, about brick roads on Blondo and Maple going all the way out. I mean, how cool. I am going to go down to the Durham and search for photos. And if anybody um, hasn't been to the office you, or you have been to the office there, we have um, pictures that I actually went down personally to the Durham and picked out of different old pictures of Omaha, whether it was the fire at the Blackstone, which, I mean, really cool mm-hmm. historical things. So sure. um, you should come in, if for no other reason, come and check out those photos. But Tony, I think I need to figure out where I can get some of those old Northwestern Omaha photos. And my grandpa, who's Blaze Supich, he's passed away now, is very, very close to my grandpa um, all through growing up and uh, just a great relationship. He actually delivered mail in that area. So I think, you know, kind of a double whammy there is, you know, not only is it the part of town that I live in, um, but also where he delivered mail. And I would love to see those old rural streets and those old cobblestone and brick streets that went all the way out. I can't even think about uh, brick being on 144th and Maple or Blondo. Um, but it's something I'm going to research a little bit. And I think it tells a lot of history about um, our great city. Um, and again, it's just, you know, it's a it's a different uh, place. It's an incredible place to raise a family. I have three young children, Gracie, who just turned nine, Michaela, 10, and Brayden, who is almost 13 years old. And, you know, I, I want to make sure that they're aware of where Omaha has been and, and where it's now and, you know, how you get there. And it's and it's a uh, patience. Right. And it's a uh, good decision making. It's like our finances, you know, and how we retire. It's it, you know, not everything comes at once. And there's not a, a one trick pony out there. Um, there's not a crystal ball out there. It's not, you know, just because money doesn't grow on trees. We know that. Right. And, and money doesn't come overnight. The old get rich quick thing may happen and may have happened to some people, but it's very rare. That's not a great wealth building strategy, I don't think. So we really want to, Tony, focus on, 
you know, we look at different things and how things have evolved over time. And if we relate that back to our old fi- our own finances, we can do that too. The power of math and the power of compounding is absolutely incredible. And, you know, Tony, we see a lot of younger people that have been coming into the office with these 401ks that they have from another job or a 403b. Sure. You know, it's and they don't work there anymore. It's sitting there, it's growing or it's doing its thing in the market. And they don't really have a whole lot of advice on it, if any at all. They're probably paying some unnecessary fees on it. Oh, yeah. And the portfolio just doesn't have a lot of direction. So what we do, what we've been really looking at is saying, hey, let's get some direction to that money, whether you're just still in your 30s or 40s or wherever you are in your retirement stages, okay? So anybody and everybody is in a retirement, I'm gonna say planning stage, right? And whether it's your 20s and 30s or it's your 50s, 60s and 70s, it's it's just a different stage of it. But we wanna get direction now, wherever you are, direction for your portfolio, direction to say at 60 or 65 or 70 or whenever you wanna retire, wherever your desired retirement age is, to try to also meet desired income and where you wanna be. And that takes planning. It takes planning. It takes time. It takes discipline. It takes diligence. And we're here to help. That's what we do. We really try to quarterback your situation and make sure that you have all the right things in place. Um, Tony, we talk about things like wills and powers of attorney. Those are really, really important things for young families, too. This isn't just for the retirees or people that are nearing the end of their life. This is something that you should have, especially if you have minor children or you're married. Let's make sure that we make the decisions before somebody else does, before something happens and we get in that accident or we do pass away prematurely and and we never spelled anything out. Let's make sure that we do that for our families and for ourselves. And I think that helps out a lot. That's what we do here at the Premier Advisory Group is we really try to give you direction and make sure that we're there, we're your advocate, we're your quarterback, and we're going to make sure the ball is in the right hand at the right time. We're not always going to have that steady, uh, the steady paycheck uh, of our, uh, you know, the income from our jobs, right? That's right. And some people even in their lives are experiencing volatility because of a job change here or there. And we've gone through recessionary periods of time. We want to level out the peaks and valleys. We want to make sure, especially when it comes to retirement, whenever that is for you, level it out. We want retirement to be smooth sailing. We don't want those. We don't want them, the great months and then the bad months or the good years or the bad years. We want a level increasing, gradually increasing income stream during retirement. And one that we know is going to be there, not only for me, but when I go to retire, I want to make sure that if I do pass away, prior to Danielle, before Danielle, and she's still living, she's a surviving spouse. I want to make sure her income is secure and that she knows where it's coming from. She doesn't have to think about it. She doesn't have to worry about it. That's really, really important for me. I don't want my legacy to be a burden. Does that make sense at all? Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to leave a a burden for your loved ones. You want to make sure they're taken care of. And, you know, you want to make sure your affairs are in order and it's going to help your loved ones, your spouse and your children or your grandchildren as well. That's absolutely correct. And, you know, what got me thinking, this is kind of off topic, but while we're on break, I was thinking to myself, you know, financially, it'd be a good decision to check out that new Marriott that's going to be in place of the diner 
for like a little staycation down the road. Okay. Ah, Now, what got me thinking about this was in my head, I'm always calculating things. And now I've been at the residence in on 180th and Dodge living there for, this is my fourth month now with my family because our house flooded from a broken pipe. I think everybody knows that by now. We should be back in the house pretty soon. But Tony, do you have any idea how many points I've racked up? <laughs> I mean, seriously. That's, I never thought of see, I never thought of that, but Bill, you're smart. You obviously before you take a four month stay in a hotel, uh, you mm-hmm. want to make sure you're earning some type of rewards or <laughs> uh, have a reward points uh card or something there. And I bet, wow, you probably have some uh free uh, free staycations for sure coming up in your future. That's right. Now, when we get back in the house, I highly doubt we're going to be lo- leaving anytime soon to go back to a hotel. But if no. I could stay anywhere in Omaha and this happened to anybody, you need to check out that residence in on 180th and Dodge because they really, really take care of you. The in- entire staff, Tony, has been um, extremely friendly the whole time. They have uh, happy hours that go Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, like I talked to you. They bring yep. in different food vendors that are, you know, like uh, barbecue sandwiches from uh, wow. some Elkhorn barbecue joints. I mean, sure. constantly a different place and wine and beer and all those kind of things. So we're going to miss a part of it. Plus, I asked Danielle the other day if she remembers how to make a bed because, you know, that's oh. kind of one of the other services. <laughs> uh, it's just a, not an insult, just a, you know, curiosity. I mean, because. Got to be careful there, buddy, or God, you'll be making beds for a while. God knows I don't know how to make a bed. So I was thinking, I, I do. That's a joke. Okay. But I uh, you know, think to myself, we have have been spoiled. We're spoiled with breakfast every morning. We're spoiled with maid service and uh, happy hour. So it's going to be a change. It will be a bittersweet one moving back into the old house. But uh, I think it's a, a, a great time too. And if it could happen at any time during the year, I guess it was the best time for it to happen. We didn't miss any spring or summer really um, at the house and the kids are going to be playing with all the, their friends in the neighborhood. So Anyway, thanks to all those out there at the old residence in helping us out and uh, making it as homely as possible for us. I think that's really been fun and and worked out. Um, that's nice. Exactly. And now we're now we're get. I think we're getting out of our winter doldrums and into the spring. And I think that's, <laughs> that's exciting. Good. Um, that's good. You know, another thing that I think is exciting, Tony, is we're seeing some increases in interest rates. Right, for people that are taking loans, that's not so good. But we are seeing pretty attractive rates on on different products. You know, we are still very careful with the bond market just simply because we do believe interest rates will continue to rise a little bit and intermediate and long-term bonds will bring those values down. So we are Fed says they're going to keep raising them, right? That's, that's right. You know, now how fast, I don't know. If you ever look at a dot map, they call it a dot map where the treasury or the federal reserve gets together and they all, you know, put these dots on a map basically is how they map this out of where they think interest rates are going to be over time. And, and it, it's always been aggressive um, and we've, we haven't hit those points. We haven't been aggressive in reality to what they've plotted out in expectations or assumptions. Um, so I don't think it's going to be something where it spikes and goes crazy. Personally, I don't think that. I think we've learned our lesson on that. But I do think that it should normalize and we should see 10 year treasuries in the four range. You know, that's, I think, normalized. I think it's going to take a little while to get there. You know, so for those of you that, you know, I'll give Danielle a little plug here on the real estate side. Interest rates are, are going up and they have been going up. So still locking in at 4% rates is a really, really good deal if you look historically. Right. But we want to make sure that you're doing that. So now is the time you should give us a call. We'll put you in touch with Danielle, um, who's my wife 
and a realtor with NP Dodge and she can help you out and make sure that you're on the right track. And if, you know, if, if it's the time, now's the time it's spring rush, spring fever for housing. Um, and if you talk to her a little bit, she'll probably even give you a little deal on commission. If you tell her where you came from that you heard from us and, 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 and her husband. So again, folks, a great time for interest rates, take advantage of those. And again, Product-wise, on the safety, we're seeing a lot of increase in interest rates, which is very exciting for us. And we think the we think that investing in the stock market is not necessarily a bad place to be either. It's not the you know like I've always said, it's not the end of the world, Tony. We're seeing a lot of volatility in the market, no doubt. But I think it's more emotional uh, volatility. I think it's fear and greed. Fundamentally, here in the U.S., we look pretty darn strong, which is good. We still have to have a balance between our safe money and our at-risk money. And the older we are, the more the safe money we should have. I think that's a no-brainer. Everybody should definitely think about that and be on track with that. Um, and, and the younger you are, like myself, probably be a little bit more aggressive, depending right. on your and, own risk tolerance and what that money is for. Right. But by safe money, you mean money where the principal at least is protected. So you're either talking about uh, a CD savings under the mattress, maybe some uh, a fixed index annuity where your principal's protected and you're not going to uh, be in risk of losing money, uh, things like that, right? Oh, that's exactly right. And I'll tell you, there is a company right now that has a, a seven-year fixed indexed product, so zero risk to principal, incredible caps on the on the income side, um, on your actual accumulated value, your what you put in and how it's growing and your actual cash value. There's incredible caps with zero risk, so allowing you to track different indices, including the S&P 500 on the upside with zero downside risk, and that's a really, really really good place to um, place your uh, safe money, right? Safe money is, you don't right. want a whole lot in checking and savings because it just doesn't grow, right? Bottom line, doesn't have a whole lot of interest. Inflation's going to beat you up there. Um, putting it in the bonds, you know, you want to stay real short term. So maybe you can squeeze out a percent after fees and everything. I don't know if that's a great idea, right? You don't want to go intermediate or long term, in my opinion. So we have to have that green money working for us. And those fixed indexed products are really, really good for for that and for some people that can that can do it for it to fit in your plan obviously that's not a one size fits all so you have to make sure it fits for you and then we can invest the other money in something like our G50 where it's 50 dividend stocks all paying dividends all blue chips companies like Johnson and Johnson who have a history of paying dividends and a history of growing their dividends so we can have both sides and kind of have our cake and eat it too you know, we want to make sure that you just have a really nice balance for you. And if you're looking for income products, we've seen recently, I've seen a company with a 7.25% guarantee on their income roll up, um, guaranteed for 10 years at low fees. I'm, I'm talking that's a really good rate, folks. So um, just depending on where you are and what you need, um, we're definitely here to help. So please, um, by all means, we'd love to sit down with you completely complimentary, analyze your situation and give you some direction. And again, it's just a second opinion. Give us a call at 402-557-6730. That's 402-557-6730. And Tony, 
We on Wednesday here this week, we have our last event for the month at Casio's, which is at six o'clock on social security maximization. So if you want to register that, we still have a few uh, spots left open. It's Wednesday, six o'clock at Casio's. Again, give us a call to register 402-557-6730. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.